Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. My name is Amit Mann. Rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast platforms and on YouTube, like, and subscribe there as well. Recapping the Raptors 104-103 loss to the Chicago Bulls. A chaotic game. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, going forward with some of these recaps that I do, there will be highlights on them. But for now, it's just my ugly mug. I'm waiting for some people to get some things figured out upstairs and you know, people who signed the checks. But that is uh, coming on the way. But for now, just myself. Uh, going through some of the main stats from this game. So the Raptors were up 17 with... Five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Things were looking good until they were not. And also they turned the ball over 21 times and they fouled DeMar DeRozan two times on pump fakes in the final like few seconds of the game. Wild, wild stuff. So where did this game get decided? Well, in those last five minutes or so, the Raptors, they, don't, they did not get good possessions on the offensive end. They did not uh, manage the clock very well. And uh, certainly, I mean, some shots were missed that were, you know, no, that were at least makeable on further standards. There was a Gary Trent Jr. three. There was a Dennis Schroeder uh, layup that didn't go in. But also at the same time, you got to manage the clock a little better. And with their 0.5 basketball, the tempo that they want to play, you're kind of balancing the confidence you have in your system and also in yourself, but also you got to look at the score and what's going on. And it didn't help that Yaka Pertl and OG Ananobi were not available for the most important part of the entire game. Yaka Pertl had fouled out. His last two fouls were not great calls. Vucevic pushes him into Kobe White. That draws one foul the next time around. He's contesting at the rim against DeMar DeRozan, and it was a pretty clean contest. Arms are straight up, and he got called for his sixth foul. And then OG Ananobi was not available. He had muscle cramps, and he left the game at the 7.05 mark of the fourth quarter. And you put those two together, they were a plus 48 in this game. So pretty important parts of the Raptors' defense. And when they were not on the court then who's guarding DeMar DeRozan? And it was Pascal Siakam. He did a decent job in the isolation possessions that he had against him. He was shuffling his feet, moving those puppies pretty well, actually. But then also the Bulls, I mean, they found some cross matches where they had DeMar going against Scotty Barnes. And he liked that matchup. He was doing pretty darn well, actually. And uh, you look at the final, what was it? Uh, last 447 plus OT, DeMar scored 21 points. Yeah, that's a lot of points, man. That's a lot of points. He checked in, you know, in that fourth quarter. He had 12 points and 447 onwards. It was a layup package. It was free throws. Precious Achua also fouled out. And that's when Chris Boucher had to come back in. But the Raptors now don't have a traditional center at the rim. And also they're missing their best defender. These aren't excuses, but these are this is the reality of how the Bulls were able to make this comeback that they did. But you know, going down the the main stretch of this game, yeah. Uh when I talk about chaos, this was the chaos I'm talking about, okay? So just to go through some of the things that uh, I just mentioned, um, 91-88, all right? The Raptors have the ball, and for some reason, Gary Trent Jr. is inbounding the ball. I don't know why he's doing that, because he's probably one of your best free throws, at least available on the court, but he's doing that. 
inbounds to Chris Boucher and uh, the Raptors call a timeout again. So they, they reset it. Now Pascal Siakam is inbounding the ball and he inbounds it to Scotty Barnes. Again, I still think that you should be trying to get the ball to Gary Trent in those situations. Because again, as I said, he is your best free throw shooter, but he gets the ball to Scotty. He's in the backcourt and he just fumbles it. Okay. And he loses it. And DeMar gets it. Uh, it's an and one on uh, Dennis Schroeder gets a foul. And so now the game is 91-90. Okay. Pascal Siakam makes two free throws. We're at 93-90 at this moment. And so DeMar's coming off a, a screen and Chris Boucher unfortunately bites on a, a pump fake and uh, DeMar gets three free throws. Not great. Obviously, you just can't, you have to be more disciplined in those situations. You can't do that. Just, just point blank. You can't do that. All right. But he did it. And oddly enough, DeMar DeRozan missed three free throws in the last 13 seconds of this game to actually get it to overtime. Um, crazy stuff because he's a pretty good free throw shooter. And also in those clutch situations, usually he's pretty good, but um, he did miss a whole bunch of free throws in the sequence of events as I'm going through them. So DeMar makes two free throws. Now we're at 93-92. Um, now Pascal Siakam, he draws an offensive foul. Why? Because Alex Caruso is in his business on the inbounds play. And also Alex Caruso drew a foul on Dennis Schroeder earlier on in the fourth quarter while they were rallying. So man, he's a, he's a spark plug. He's feisty. He knows kind of, you know, some of the tricks of the trade, a little bit of flopping probably, but Hey, it worked right. But still the Raptors are up 93, 92, not a bad situation, at least considering how much time is remaining on the clock. Scotty Barnes now, he bites on a DeMar DeRozan pump fake. And Pascal Siakam, after that play, he turns his head. He's just like, what are you doing, bro? You just you can't do this stuff. Can't do it. You got to know better. The coaching staff has to do a better job of keeping the players in check with that stuff. You just can't do it. But as I mentioned, somehow, some way, DeMar DeRozan misses another free throw. And so we go to overtime. And in the overtime, around a minute or so remaining, 103.99, as I said. And DeMar gets the layup makes it 103-101, and the Raptors have the ball in their hands. And in those situations, I mean, it's important to get a good possession, but also you don't want to commit a live ball turnover. And the Raptors committed a live ball turnover. It was kind of a broken possession, and Pascal Siakam had the ball with at the top of the key with around, you know, five, six seconds left on the, on the shot clock. And he had a wide-open Scotty Barnes in the corner, or around the wing, actually. Um, he could have gone that way. Obviously, you know, long shot, long rebound. You got to worry about that thing. But, but considering what transpired afterwards, not great. So he gets the ball poked away. Levine is, uh, is going down the court. He kicks it out to Caruso for three, and... Now the Raptors are down in this game, but there is a few seconds remaining on the clock and the Raptors decide to go with a kind of an elbow touch for Pascal. They clear some space for him, but unfortunately he's not able to get a shot off. The clock expires. Torrey Craig plays some tight defense and there you have it. Um, obviously, just as I mentioned, a lot of un undisciplined plays, you just have to be better, more composed. Um, your inbounds plays just have to be a lot more crisp. And with the ball, you got to manage the clock a lot better. So there's certainly a lot of things that the Raptors can take from this game. But going through, you know, some of the, the key other moments of this one, the bench lineup plus Pascal Siakam or Scotty Barnes, they tried it again in the second quarter. It was one of the low points of the previous game where the Raptors did win in the home opener. Um, they tried it again, and again, it did not work. And Malachi Flynn did not see any minutes after that, that lineup. It's just, it was just kind of the same sort of thing. They looked very unsure of themselves. They didn't know where they wanted to go offensively. 
and they just weren't getting uh, good possessions on offense. And on defense, I mean, Andre Drummond's kind of doing his thing in the paint. You don't have a traditional center. Precious Achua is very familiar with Andre Drummond and his size, and it became a problem. And also, as the game was going on, um, granted, you know, the starters had a good first quarter, but the Bulls, they started bringing Vucevic and Andre Drummond higher and higher up. And so they're around the nail, and they're kind of hovering around that paint area. And it was just kind of clock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Getting the pain a lot for the Toronto Raptors, and they weren't able to get, you know, some of the baseline cuts that you'd ideally have in those situations. And the Raptors were running some of their sets. Like there's a play where they run an uh, OG for a down screen and it goes into a dribble handoff. And then he goes again into an off ball screen with a player into a space spaced area. Drummond kind of snuffed that out. And in that very case, you want OG to cut back toward because that would have been available. But right now the Raptors, I suppose early days, they don't have a lot of counters within their offensive schemes. And some of it's a lot more intuitive plays that they need players to read and react to. And and that was a case where it didn't really go their way. But uh, obviously the Raptors need, you know, some more plays within their 0.5 system so players can actually have uh, just some different ways to uh, score the ball on offense. But where they did find some comfort is in some of the things that they've always been doing. And that is... You know, finding mismatches and uh, bullying in the post. And that's what Pascal and Scotty Barnes were doing, especially, you know, against Alex Caruso and Kobe White. And that was kind of their offense for the good portion of the second half and the latter part of the second quarter where they went on a bit of a 12-0 run, I believe. Um, Not a bad situation for the Raptors to have, right? Like you want to have different ways in which you can create offense, but it does bring up kind of a an interesting point is like, you know, you want to play 0.5 basketball, but you also want to win games right now. So when do you decide to, you know, deviate back to some of the things that you know, which would be, you know, cross matches and post-ups and drawing double teams and kicking out. And, you know, they found success with that in this game. And even though Pascal didn't have the best, you know, last stretch of the game, I thought in that second quarter, you know, we probably should have got a few more touches. And uh, when he did get the ball, he got Nikola Vucevic um, in space and he was able to hit a a pull-up jumper. Like you need some of those aspects of your game, of your offensive package. And right now the Raptors, I mean, I think they're kind of wrestling with what they want to do possession by possession and uh, 0.5 basketball is great. But when there's 10 seconds left on the shot clock and your sets didn't work, where are you going? And sometimes it is nice to have, you know, some of your pet plays, your, your tricks, and that would be a post up for for a Pascal Siakam. There isn't always going to be you know a couple of small guards out there, but you got to find ways to keep manufacturing good possessions. And that's something that Darko and the coaching staff 
probably have to think about um, just going through some of the, the, you know, the players like Scotty Barnes. I mean, he had that bad turnover um, in the latter part of the the fourth quarter, but he had a pretty good game today, man. He had a triple double and uh, he had seven turnovers for sure, but I love the way he pushed the ball. The pace he was playing at was great. He had some jumpers as well. There was one around the baseline and there were a few other turnaround shots around the nail area that uh, this it bodes well for his offense going forward. We want to see him being able to expand his range, you know, bit by bit. And there were some hook shots there. Obviously the turnaround jumpers that I mentioned, these uh, and some of the plays also he was making were a bit of the cerebral stuff that you want to see from a player where he knows that he's going to be drawing two players and he's firing a, a one-handed rocket over to Gary Trent Jr. for three. Like Those are things that really do matter. And I mentioned the three that he made in overtime. Um, I hope the three-point shot is in a comfortable spot for him because he looks confident right now taking those shots, and I hope that continues. I just wanted to mention Chris Boucher, just give him some credit because I think a lot of us were a little bit surprised that he did not play in the, the home opener. But since Malachi Flynn did not get his second shift today, um, Chris Boucher played 16 minutes. He was a plus 22 um, he did have that play where he bit on a pump fake, but aside from that, three big defensive rebounds in overtime, and also he had one big offensive rebound. He made two free throws, and uh, and there's other cases where you know he's just crawling loose ball, getting a few points here and there. He's very good at doing the touch screens that uh, is part of the Raptors system right now um, because of his ability to just like turn that corner, shift his body around, and start penetrating the basket. And he he drew a few fouls doing that, so. I, I hope he's staying in the rotation. I think he's an asset. I think he helps, you know, especially with the bench and how it's gone so far in some of those heavy bench minutes. If we want to talk about, you know, maybe the Raptors don't need to be doing it, you know, lineups where they have four bench players out there along with one starter. That's a separate conversation, but I think that's a good one to have as well. Um, but I'd like what he offered today. He was professional, you know, the other day. And then today he came in, he did the job. So a credit to that. Uh, Darko, he won his first challenge. So salute to you, sir. <laughs> you got that one. It was on a Pascal Siakam bang, bang play. Uh, it, it was an offensive foul and uh, Kobe White looked like he was moving a little bit and you could hear Pascal Siakam saying like, no way, no way. He was moving and stuff like that. And then Darko challenged it and uh, he won it. But then there was a similar play later on in the game. He lost that one. It was again, a Pascal Siakam offensive foul, but it'd be what it be. Um, Dennis Schroeder, didn't shoot too well today, three of 11. Um, a couple of layups around the basket didn't go his way, but um, that's going to be how it goes sometimes. OG was playing fairly well in this game. Obviously, his defense on DeMar was terrific, and then, you know, he left and DeMar went off. So that's uh, that's that one. Um, Grady Dick only played five minutes. Uh, last game, I believe it was only two minutes, but this time it was five. And uh, actually, I just want to give him some credit because – it was a very lively two minutes and he was making some really fast decisions. He missed the two shots he, he took, but they were good shots for his standards and things that I think that shots that I think he'll be able to make at some point. Um, it's just good that he's finding that comfort, you know, like if he gets a ball and he knows there's the shots are not there, then he's driving, he's penetrating. He loves his jump passes that might get him in trouble one day, but for now he's making them. And uh, just a credit to him because he also had a nice play where he uh, do it, did a nice closeout on a bulls play around the basket too. So good stuff from Grady. And now the Raptors shift to the Philadelphia 76ers and Nick nurse tomorrow. And we'll see how, how that goes. Hopefully there's some better shooting luck. So my name is Amit man, rate review and subscribe and like on YouTube. And we'll talk to you soon.